0: Why? I feel like our last podcast didn't get posted because it was all about
1: wieners and robot dick. <laughs> yeah, the last one was out We, we it, went way too off the rails. It
0: went off the rails hard.
2: Mm. Uh-huh. That's what she said? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no,
1: no, she'd be on the rail. I mean... Well, um, welcome one and all to the next Supercast, and this one is spooky because it's...
3: <gasps> Halloween! Halloween!
1: So we all decided to dress up, wear our funny faces, our lovely contacts, as you can see Jenna down there. What are you, a witch?
0: Hubba hubba.
1: I'm a sorceress. Ooh, that's classy. So yeah, we decided to get in the festive mood and kind of just talk about some creepy stuff that we've seen in life or weird paranormal stories and just kind of a fun way to celebrate the season. You guys know me. I'm Lucian from the Weekly Geekly. We'll go to the next guy that me? Benito Garcia from Go RPGs. Woo! The creepy clown we got here is
4: uh, Josh from Running Up the Tab. You.
1: I, I can't like can't the mouth doesn't move
4: does. when he talks. Yeah, taking it off. I can't see
5: nothing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to work the whole
2: cast.
6: <laughs> yeah. I am very warm right now.
1: <laughs> also with us, we got...
2: Well, you've already introduced me, Jenna, from Galactic Driftwood. Yeah.
6: And I'm Seth from Galactic Driftwood.
1: Cooking up some kind of concoction. Don't drink it. Is yeah. It's it
0: untested. <laughs> I
2: said uh, Seth and I will compare potions later. Yeah,
0: he Just said throw untested. Throw, like, really green hair
1: and stuff later.
6: <laughs> well, it's tested now. I mean, we'll see.
1: <laughs> we'll see what happens to me in about an hour.
2: <laughs> if he starts growing ears and a tail. Then,
1: then I've got really, ears sorry, already. I'll be like, give me <laughs> some.
2: I mean, wolfish ears.
5: <laughs>
1: But, yeah, for those of you guys that is your first Supercast, this is something we try to do once a month, once every other month. Get somebody here from most of the shows, if not all the shows, just to talk and kind of do one big show for all you guys. Um, so with that, we were talking, hey, what, what is something creepy or paranormal that you've been through? And I know as soon as we brought that topic up in the chat, Josh, oh, I immediately got something. And, dude, I'm curious. Because <laughs> cause you're pretty well-rounded, and, like, I don't know what scares you. So what, what's your story?
4: Yeah. Like, what was the event? So, so it, I never experienced anything direct. Does it have to be like a direct paranormal paranormal? Cause I know a few people that have experienced it. So,
3: yeah,
4: well, um, I could start off with I, my dad, my mom both had a pretty scary, I mean, it was ghost experience. So oh, really? um, they lived in, uh, off Davenport way back in the nineties, like right when they first, uh, like were dating or whatever, had an old apartment. And my dad woke up like three o'clock in the morning to this woman standing at the end of his bed, just completely standing there, staring at him. And, uh, she's standing there for like a solid minute. And my dad's like, okay, I'm just dreaming. And then he thought it was my mom. So he's <laughs> like, Vicki, go back to bed. Turns over. My mom's passed out next to him. The woman just started walking into the closet. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, he, he didn't believe it. He's like, I was just dreaming. Um, So like a month later, he's talking to my mom about it. She's like, I saw the same exact woman like a few weeks ago or probably like two weeks uh, after that. So not only that, but then they go to their apartment floor, like party, their whole apartment building had a party. Sure enough, everyone's saying they saw this like ghost of a woman, you know, standing Mm -hmm. in their room. Like the people who lived in the basement saw her like every night walking around and Come to find out some like some woman died, I think, in from the flu in the 1900s. So they she lived in a house and the house uh they built these apartments over that house. So
3: um
4: yeah. So that happened, but uh Louis got an even freakier one. He saw some like demon stuff, if I can uh, tell that one. Yeah. So um I'm trying to think of how to how he started it. So I mean, he was in eighth grade when we were both in eighth grade. We went to junior high together, and Louis also in running up the tab. For those who who don't know who are listening, but uh, he had a friend whose dad was a mortician and a priest, I, I believe, or a pastor. One of the one of the two. Oh, you There's know, a difference. The
2: mortician time. priest, same thing. It's
4: the normal thing. thing yeah. between,
2: right?
0: The one that the one that doesn't touch kids.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, exactly, and. Um, <laughs> So they, uh, they get a house, um, you know, Louie's friend, uh, his dad, he lived with his dad, obviously at that time he was a kid, but he had a few siblings or whatever, but, um, you know, they're living in this house and Louis comes over there. It's an old house. And uh, one night Louie's just chilling with his friend in their room. They're playing like Xbox or something. And uh, Louie just turns and sees his dude, just like kind of gliding around the kitchen, right? And he goes to his friend. He's like, I thought your dad doesn't get home for another hour. He's like, my dad doesn't get home for another hour. He's still working. Oh. It's like at 4, or p.m. So <laughs> they go in there. There's nobody there. And, and Louis saw this dude like clear as day. He was wearing blue jeans and a white shirt.
3: Mm.
4: And just saw, you know, vaguely saw him from a distance. You could see directly into the kitchen. And uh, so come to find out about actually about 20, 30 minutes later, his dad uh friend's dad came in in a full suit, so he was like, "Were you home earlier?" He's like, "No, I wasn't home come to i mean his friend had been experiencing paranormal stuff the whole time there like the speakers would fly off the walls uh Louis yeah. saw that happen uh the same night like they went downstairs and there were they have a huge cross that weighed like 30, 40 pounds in the basement, just swinging back and forth, Ooh. apparently it constantly swung back and forth like that and then finally louis went down like it was a different night that he stayed over there i think this was dead but he uh, left his laptop downstairs so he went to go down there right and uh just like froze up and felt like hands around his neck couldn't see anything but felt something like choking him so i don't know louis tells the story a lot better than i do but well,
1: that's yeah that's freaky
4: stuff nonetheless um
1: I've never had that feeling
4: yeah of, like, <laughs> so out. i don't think he. I I would do yeah i don't know i don't know either but uh louis was freaked out i think he went home that night i'm pretty sure it called his <laughs> it called his parents or something but um oh, i'm is. not sure if it was the house because they found a noose in the attic when they moved Ooh. in and yeah it was pretty dark Energy nope, there, I don't know. nope.
1: <laughs> not even a little bit. Mm-mm. I'm not yeah. moving into the
4: house with a noose in the attic. Fuck that. Yeah. No, no way. Um, I got one more story, but I can let you guys tell yours if you guys want to. Okay. Yeah, if you guys, if you guys got
3: something.
6: I bet Jenna's got something.
4: Uh, she smiled when she said okay. I she
6: know, right?
1: The, the contacts make you seem so much more creepy too. You're
2: like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean creepier than normal. yeah it is so it was a dark and stormy night not really but you know college always feels a little dark and stormy uh i mostly told this story uh on galactic driftwood with our last podcast but to like give the full extent so when i was in my freshman year of college at unl we stayed in Nyhart or Nerdhart as people called it because it was one of the oldest dorms on campus. Um,
6: and that's where the honor students stayed, hence Nerdhart.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was one of those. It was really old. I think someone said it was built in the 1930s. And um, so it was kind of notorious on campus for being haunted, like depending on the wing you were in and uh we were in raymond on the third floor so i mean there's a lot of ghost stories that people would tell but most for the most part we were just like ah whatever whatever.
6: they had a tour at christmas actually. they
2: did well at halloween they had tours oh
6: yeah at halloween i'm sorry
2: but some of the stories you didn't know if it was like like supposedly a pentagram in the basement that had been coming through part of the walls um creepy dolls that would start moving by themselves, that if people, if the girls came into their rooms and they brought dolls with them from home, like, that the dolls would start moving, things like mm. that. But no what <laughs> but what um, my friend Devin and I experienced was a lot more personal. It was crazy because, so it started with, like, papers moving. I would be up in our, our beds were bunked. And so I would be up in bed sleeping and I'd hear papers move. And I thought she was like in the room doing homework or whatever. And then she would come in the door because she would have been gone the whole time. And I was like, aren't you here? And she's like, no, I just got back.
3: And that whole time
2: I'd heard someone moving in our dorm room. Oh God. And then um, she and I would be talking shit back and forth. And then clear as day, we heard in our room like I'd be like bitch, and she'd be like slut, and then all of a sudden we heard a third voice say tramp.
5: <laughs> oh god!
2: Like, which is a really weird thing. Like we that wouldn't have come from me. Though, so it would have been like, you know, like I said, we'd, we'd be a lot more extreme in what we would say to each other because we both had terrible potty mouths. Seth can attest to this.
6: Something about eating babies.
2: Um, no, that was. <laughs> That was her debate team warm up they would do together. Uh,
5: <laughs> so, uh,
2: the longer we stayed in the room, the worse things got. Like, I was, uh, she was taking a nap in the bunk below me, I wasn't in the room. And she said she woke up and she heard movement on the top bunk, like, and she thought my boyfriend and I had come back and were fucking on it.
3: Oh, but
1: it
2: wasn't. No, because then I walked in the door by myself.
3: Ah,
1: that's a uh, serious feeling where you think you know where everyone's at, and then they come in and you're like,
2: uh. No, it got more extreme. I was, I, ex- I woke up one day experiencing sleep paralysis. And what our dorm room is known for is like, at one point there was a a flu epidemic. So there was a lot of people who were held there in rooms and they passed away in our dorm. Like it's a (laughs) fact, people passed away in our dorm. Mm. Um, So in the state of paralysis, I would close my eyes and I'd open them, I was in the dorm room, I'd close my eyes, I'd open them. And I'd see a doctor in a lab coat, like a medical doctor like walking closer to me. Close my eyes, open them. I'm in the room. Close my eyes, open them. The doctor's getting close as if I going to check me. Oh that's
3: and, scary. and I'm
2: like, and Devin is asleep above me. And I'm like trying to scream, Devin. And like it the doctor is real like his hand, he's about to check me. And finally I can scream, Devin. And she said what? And then it stopped and the paralysis broke.
3: Hmm. Uh,
2: something about
4: okay. the flu man flu makes ghosts I guess
2: <laughs> I guess but like we were both getting less and less sleep it was just getting the the hauntings were getting more intense than the things that would happen and uh, at one point I was drawing roses and we both happened to look up at the same time but they started swinging on their own and then exploded petals everywhere
5: what?
4: wow like oh so that did was, like, real-deal demonic. Right, like, how much
3: did you have to live in a dorm?
2: We had to live in a minute for nine months.
3: Oh, my and God. Like, we
2: were, like, horror movie level, like, black circle's eyes, never sleeping. We didn't want to leave each other alone. Mm. We never left each other for a night, but it was hard for us to go back and stay in the room. Oh, I'm sure. Mm. So we we couldn't get out of there fast enough, and then, unfortunately... I stayed to help with a summer conference and they made us stay in those dorms. I just had to move to a different wing. Yeah. But still in the same
3: dorm. And
2: uh, yeah, there was just all sorts of stories like that. Like because I worked in the office down on the first floor for the honors program, they would tell us how the cafeteria staff kept safes. And they were pretty sure there was a little girl or somebody who was counting the change because they would come back and the coins would be counted and stacked perfectly in the safe. Oh, oh, my God. And then I would, the laundry rooms were in the basement, which Seth can attest to were creepy fucking basements.
6: Uh, all right. So I wanted to talk about the basements because, yeah, that's where the laundry room was. And there were whole hallways of that basement that were just locked up and dark and used only for, Storage, but they were old, old rooms that used to be used, but they were super freaking <laughs> creepy. So,
5: Capital
2: F. Yeah, like fuck nope, fuck nope.
6: Not going down there day or
4: night, no. What college no.
2: was this? UNL. University
4: Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, this is UNL, okay. Yeah. okay.
2: So uh so it didn't matter what part of your room you're in because that hall that i had to go to and switch dorm rooms in the summer there were my neighbors they would come back and have pictures turned upside down and they Mm. like they would hear disembodied voices luckily the room i had to move into didn't seem haunted thank god but like i would be down in the laundry room at 3 a.m And I would hear footsteps going up and down the hall and then stop in the open doorway. Mm. And I would turn expecting to see someone there. There was never anyone there. Like, footsteps, stop. There should be someone right there. Mm. And they weren't. And I would go and I'd peek my head down the halls after hearing all these steps. Nobody. So. That's
4: fucking creepy. Yeah. Moral of the story, don't build dorms or apartments on top of like Indian burial, Native American Indian burial or, grounds <laughs> or, or epidemic hospitals or anything right. like that. Man, if there's ever an
1: insane asylum, just tear it down and pe- turn it into a park. Don't build yeah. it yeah. inside the building. Like <laughs> yeah, I see this in movies and games and all the time they're like, it used to be an in insane asylum where people were tortured yeah. in the 50s. I'm like, so you want to make something out of that? Like, yeah. Yes. Ugh.
6: Carnival Mirror House. (laughs) Obviously.
2: Uh, Oh God. Can you imagine if you turn the site of a in a sandy asylum into a Carnival Mirror House? (laughs) Fuck nope.
6: Carnival Mirror House and Clown Training Facility. What could go wrong?
4: (laughs) I love that.
2: So I'll I'll leave it at that story and let someone else tell them
4: that's great that's one of the better stories i've heard to be honest i didn't know that was going on at lincoln that's that's crazy wow. good storyteller
1: jenna i was yeah gonna...
4: who's gonna follow that up
1: <laughs> i think i got one. Ooh, okay. fire away so many moons ago when i was younger and much much more stupid um <laughs> Me and my friends would like go to house parties and stuff and drink a little bit. You know, you do the whole bar, bar hopping, hopping around thing. And uh, I was a little inebriated. My buddy was driving me around that night and we were at this gas station that like all the high school kids would go to. We'd all go there at homeroom and buy our cigarettes, you know, and like get our booze there kind of a thing. So we're hanging out at this gas station. A couple of people pulling that we know are like hanging out talking We're like, you know, have you ever been to Ball's Cemetery in Louisville? which Mm is a small town outside of Omaha, Nebraska, those of you who don't know. And it's probably a 20-minute drive uh, south. And it's famous for this old, like, Civil War-era graveyard. Very small, maybe like an acre or two. Um, And there's always rumors of creepy shit happening up there. We've never seen anything. And we had gone up several times, but there's, like, this old creepy horror movie old man that watches it with a shotgun. So, like, everyone was very nervous to ever go up there. Well, we, we decided to go up there that night. We went around like 10 o'clock. Nothing happened, right? So, okay, let's try going later in the night. So, we took a whole bus full of people, like, I guess, SUV full of people there, and then dropped them back off. Did it a second time at midnight, dropped them back off. Third time, third group of people. And at this point, I was like, nothing's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, this is bullshit. Everyone's just making urban myths, whatever. So we're walking around doing the ghost hunter thing and everyone's like taking pictures. Oh my God, is that an orb? Oh, what's this? What's that? (laughs) And I'm at this point, I'm drunk and I'm walking around this by myself, kind of scared, but like, this is, I'm trying to like, encourage myself that it's not real. You know, like, fuck it. It's fake. Like I'd be the guy in the horror movie. That's like, that legend was never real. And like, totally is the first to die. So we're taking pictures, and my buddy Rob goes, hey, I want to leave my phone in your car just so I don't lose it. I lose my phone all the time. And I was like, all right, man. So we walked back up to this uh, Ford Expedition we had, and all over, it was dusty because we're driving on dirt roads, right? Mm-hmm. All over, and I'm talking like someone walked on top of the car with their hands. There were little kid handprints. Uh, Like, a little kid baby crawled onto the top and around, like, defied gravity all over my car. And so I was first like, holy shit. So Hmm. we locked the car. We put the phone in. We locked the car. We go back. We're still taking pictures, right? Someone took a picture of a gravestone and looked at it on their phone. And there were ghost flowers in the picture. Like, like bouquet flowers around the headstone that weren't real. They were all white. And you could see through them like you knew they weren't real. Wow. Hmm. So we were like, this is fucking crazy, let's keep this, right? (laughs) We didn't do anything with that phone. The guy put it in his pocket, we're like, let's just keep walking around, figure this shit out. It got weird and creepy and you felt like someone was watching you, but that was kind of it, right? So we get back in the car, we're like, okay, oof, we made it, this was creepy. My buddy Rob, who previously in the story put his phone in the car, checks his phone. At this moment, this is where I started believing this shit is real. Nobody texted Rob while we were there but the picture that my other friend took was now on Rob's phone. Not only was it on Rob's phone, the phone sent the picture to his girlfriend. His girlfriend answered him and goes, oh, are those flowers for me? LOL. The phone answered her saying, no, those were my flowers. And he, yeah. in and he was like, what the fuck? I didn't send any of this. And we're like, dude, wow. what the fuck? 20% left on his battery. He's freaking out, you know. Phone dies on the way back to this gas station. And one of the guys that was with us happened to work there. He was getting off at like two, three in the morning. He's, oh, you know, I'll come with you. So he's like, hey, charge your phone in the gas station. We'll look at the pictures. Plug the phone in, wait for it to charge. Nothing, nothing at all. No pictures, no text messages. The phone was blank. Like there was no data on the phone. He didn't have contacts. He didn't have pictures. He couldn't sign into Facebook. It was like he got a brand new phone and it was wiped clean hmm so i was I like how if ghosts exist how can they do that like how can any supernatural force like clear my phone or like put stuff on my phone that i didn't text it freaked me the fuck out so from that point on we've never gone back and one of my friends went back and said that now for a while they had state troopers just posted there because they knew people
3: went yeah. in and I was mm.
1: like, oh, i'm was like, never gonna do that ever again man
3: that's so
4: my my dad used to mow for the county way back when he was a young guy, probably about my age or a little younger. He mowed Ball Cemetery like every few weeks, and he said he always felt there was eyes on him when he was when he was mowing there. He would just be doing his thing and just it'd be dead quiet, but he'd feel like somebody was watching him. And uh, a few of my friends who went out there many many years ago, they had like scratches down their back, their phones died, and like all Ooh. sorts of crazy paranormal stuff. So. I believe Whatever's
3: going on there is real. I believe it. I've I've
1: always been skeptic, and that was one of those things where there was no way to... Explain. Yeah, at all. Like, you know how you watch these ghost story shows, and you're like, oh, well, you know, what if they just custom-built this equipment to go off like this, and it's not real? Like, I'm never going to believe anything on TV. But when I see it myself, that's that's
2: what makes it for me. And the thing you have to ask, too, like, with those ghosts you know locations and things like that like did they check the wiring first is it over water like what's what's the potential natural situation is there an like infra that infra deep frequency or whatever it's called
3: Mm -hmm.
1: i always wonder about the ones where they're like we set up this machine to listen to white noise or or noise, Uh, and it's gonna say what the ghost is saying to us i'm like couldn't you just like program it to be super sensitive and think that knee snapping was a word and then it just picks up a word you know what oh, i mean we, like well is that we
6: actually talked about uh evp on the last galactic driftwood podcast uh, oh
3: great
6: yeah john brought in a bunch of uh recordings from paranormal paranormal investigations that he did and played them at the end of the show and we were supposed to be listening for voices and it was really hit or miss like <laughs> yeah
5: the,
2: the thing is, like, too, so if you go on YouTube, you can actually see for free uh, Ghost of Tennessee, which was in that documentary. Someone's posted up there, and it's pretty good. But one of the scenes where they're going through an asylum, um, they're, they're using this little machine, and Aaron's like, somebody totally made a lot of money to selling them that. That's probably a bullshit machine. I'm like, oh, well, why don't we, like, you could always do something like that. And he's like, no, because then stuff would come Haunt me for building something like that to scam people. (laughs) Fuck no. Uh,
6: I don't know if ghosts haunted people for being dickheads. I feel like a whole lot more people would be haunted.
1: Yeah, we would have undeniable (laughs) undeniable proof. (laughs) Valid
6: point. Washington would be a literal ghost town.
2: (laughs) Some people say it is.
6: Just like the end of Ghostbusters 24-7. <laughs> Although, hey, uh, State Puff Marshmallow Man,
5: 2020. Yeah, true. Hey,
2: hey. Oh, which, great. I was thinking if this was a form real of your Halloween. Destroyer. I know. If this had been a real Halloween with parties and shit, what Aaron and I should have did for uh, costumes, couple costumes, is me being the gatekeeper and him being the key master.
0: Oh that'd be
2: Ooh. awesome. That'd be great. <laughs> Seth is losing his shit. So next year, maybe. Next that,
0: year. that is
6: an awesome idea. I love it. That is a good
0: couple, couple's costume. Mm-hmm.
6: Me
1: and uh my uh my new girlfriend.
2: Yeah. I oh, know. Sorry ladies. Notion's fuck off.
1: Mm, I can do one of them things. Um <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna be uh, Morticia and Gomez
5: oh
1: that's good yeah she's well she already had the outfit and yeah perfect and then we started dating and she was like let me show you my outfit and i was like all right and then i saw it and i was like all right now i gotta do it
3: yeah it'll
1: be super easy just throw some black suspenders and and fancy clothes on and grease my hair and my mustache and do it's the
2: ascot you need the ascot that's what makes it
1: (laughs) you're right i do need the ascot and like a cigar
2: yes
6: oh yeah definitely need the cigar
2: on
1: to new business
6: (laughs) and a sword
1: yes that's true you'll need a sword also
6: god i love that movie so much
3: it's great
0: you know the animated one's pretty funny too i liked it yeah really
6: i I hadn't heard good things
0: about the animated
1: one i watched it twice i liked it if you like the message of of the regular movies about how just accepting everyone and stuff like that and how you know weird is cool too It, it does a lot of that kind of stuff for kids like teaches them everyone's okay you can tell it's definitely geared for younger kids, but I still thought it was fun. Yeah, that was great.
6: Yeah, for a while, there was a fantastic uh, YouTube web series called Adult Wednesday Adams.
1: Yes, love it. Was I was going to mention Tennessee that. Those. Wait, who did those? Was I think, didn't that girl get in trouble for that?
6: Yeah, she did. Unfortunately. And she had to take them down. But while they were going up, they were some of my favorite you things on YouTube. Some, yeah,
2: sometimes somebody will repost them.
6: Yeah. You can still find them. I highly recommend looking them up. She, they, the last one she did was a cat caller, <laughs> or uh, Wednesday Adams responding to a cat caller.
2: <laughs> oh and no! Just, I just like
6: I I
1: saw that. That was a while ago, though.
2: Yeah, no, it was like five years ago. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, really
2: but like-
0: I still love them. Yeah, yeah. sounds good.
2: Benito, Seth, who's next? He's got a creepy story. He's got a creepy stuff.
6: Well, I've got one, and I have a feeling that Benito's probably got a good one. Mine's not as great, and it's pretty short.
0: Oh, give oh, it oh, That's what she said. Ah! Oh! oh,
6: oh I, that should just like la- I'm I'm done. That uh, oh! I just have to leave now in shame. You're gonna that, that was rough, Benito. Gonna
2: shame him in front of people. Wow. Oh! It was not anything personal.
4: Perfect time.
2: Are you being bashful, Benito? What the fuck? Nothing. Like a softball. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, well, I'll do.
6: I'll. I'll uh, tell my story.
2: Okay.
6: So mine isn't very long. It's not very complicated. Uh, the who who has seen uh the conjuring i'm guessing pretty much yes. everyone oh
1: yeah oh totally i love that oh ah. this is
2: a great story
6: so uh katie and i moved into a moved into an apart row house apartment uh that had been built in the 1900 early 1920s something like that nice nice brick place uh but my, uh, Katie really likes the horror movies. I'm not so much of a horror movie fan, but uh, I, I, I have come to appreciate them. Uh, so uh, this was around when I think The Conjuring first came out on streaming. So we were watching The Conjuring. It was... It was about one o'clock or so, probably when we started, or midnight when we started watching it. You know, all the lights are off, nice and spooky, good, uh, good scary movie watching atmosphere. And like for, I, I'm usually not scared by most horror movies, but uh, The Conjuring it, it's pretty, it, it's pretty good at uh, getting a good scare.
1: Oh yeah, yeah it's a good one
4: yeah
6: and so we're coming up at the the climax of the movie uh, It's the part with the storm where mm. it splits between the what's going on in the main house and then the the ghost hunter's kid alone in their house with the Annabelle doll
2: No yeah I remember this thing yep.
6: And so the Annabelle doll is chasing the, chasing the kid through the house, and shit's going down at the main house, and people are people in the movie are screaming, and my wife is like, e, uh, "Do we have surround sound?" And like, I'm quiet, and I like the movie, so the everything's going on in the movie, but I pause the movie and we hear another scream we're on land like that's and then we hear another one it's not the movie like our neighbor is like getting her house broken into
5: <gasps>
6: what at like 1 oh, in the morning shit. now what yeah so oh, we have we God. like there's this whole like one minute period we're like what the f- going on right and then we realize what's going on we call the police <laughs> and thankfully no one's hurt but that did not do well for me <laughs> the conjuring
2: it took them a couple of months to be able to watch the movie again and we watched it yeah. together yeah, like, I came over I, to Seth and Katie's and we watched, it and they're like, "We haven't seen this since you know the incident <laughs> with our neighbor." I'm like, yeah,
5: "Wow,
6: we we <laughs> had to. Uh, we did. We did not go to bed any time close to soon that night. <laughs> we watched like four hours of Monty Python.
1: <laughs> Palette cleanser. Uh, yep. that
6: exactly. <laughs> that yeah, a movie.
1: Yeah,
5: that's true.
6: that's probably my scariest story. Hmm. It's like being at the height or the climax, the scariest part of that movie, and hearing screams that were not from the movie.
4: That's Uh, fucking freaky, though. Yeah. It's enough to create some trauma, man. I'd be (laughs) traumatized into that one. Like I said, we did not finish the movie that night. (laughs) Yeah. I remember uh, going on a date when that movie was in theaters. It was my first and uh, last date because I was a I was a mess. Seeing that, <laughs> I was so scared watching that movie in the theater. I didn't sleep that night. I remember demon movies. They always get me pretty good. I try not to watch those, but uh, yeah, that one was a good one.
6: Maybe it's my maybe it's my uh, past as as a like being an evangelical Christian, but it's always the demon haunting movies that uh intrigue me the most
1: yeah or scare you
6: some scare me some don't like i've the ha the amityville horror yeah like that there have been a couple good versions of that and a bunch of bad versions of that Mm -hmm. so it's all on how they do the demon like the cheesier they go with it the less scary it's gonna be of kind of of course yeah but uh like paranormal activity was like everyone was like oh it's so scary and i've just never been scared by those i'm like that is the laziest goddamn demon ever all he did <laughs> yeah. was like nudge a door open
3: come on
0: They <laughs> had a budget <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <had a> <laughs> I, I understand
6: they were supposed to be scarier in the theaters because they would yeah. actually do some audience participation things. Right. Mm-hmm. But just like watching any of the paranormal activities, oh. they go like, for a slow burn and I'm just always like...
1: Yeah. <laughs> <lazy> <laughs> though, because you're like, the, when the first paranormal activity movie came out, you started seeing all those previews of it where people are like jumping and scared and couldn't get yeah. in. The theater in. reactions. Yeah, but then, but then like, you watch it, and you're fully aware it's fake, but there's, like, points where you're like, is it fake? Like, yeah. just naturally, you, you want to ask yourself that question, most people. But then they made two and three and yeah. five and six and seven. And it's like, at this point, we we already knew it wasn't real, but now you're beating a dead horse.
3: Yeah.
1: And what um, made yeah. it special, is totally gone now. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: Exactly. Like, uh, does everyone really? ever see VHS? Oh, yeah. God, like when I first saw that, I first off I was like pretty drunk, so I believed it was all real. I was like, "What am I watching? Like it's a bunch of fucked up home movies." But like, they do a way better job in that movie of making it feel real in the video. Like when you're yeah. watching the videos, it it feels real. I love that kind of stuff. Oh,
5: there's Can there's I think Blair, Witch. Blair
1: Witch. Yeah, that's the originator of it, right there, yeah. Blair Witch. The
6: very first found footages. Found
1: footage. Yeah, found footage. Yes. So Benito, we didn't get to you yet. What's your, what's your, I know you got to have something.
0: I do. I got. I got a few, but I'll tell you. I'll tell you one funny one real quick, and then. Um, so I was driving to work one day, and to get to work I had to drive actually up the highway uh, yep. north. I had to drive up the highway probably two or three. This is back home in McCook. Mm-hmm. Two or three miles just straight north. And as soon as I had turned onto the highway, and I, it, it was probably seven thirty in the morning. As I'm heading up the highway, there's a silver ball, a, a ball, a sphere in the sky, and I could see it way, it was way off.
2: Aliens.
0: Right, and it's catching the sun, so you can't not see it, It's, and you could tell it was silver. Anyway, I'm driving along, and I'm watching it like this through the windshield, and you know, making sure I can not hit anybody, and then I would look, and it was still there. And I kept thinking, people have to see this. I'm not the only one driving on this highway. There's got to be other people that see this this sphere in the sky.
3: Yeah.
0: And so, out of per- it was probably it was probably the size of a super Bowl. I mean, that was my perspective of it as I was looking at it in the sky. But you could tell it was a long ways off. Like it wasn't directly in front of me. It, it looked like it was probably two miles in front of me, maybe so, a mile I in front. At that point, right. Yeah. So anyway, I'm driving along and I get to work. I pull it, I pulled into work and right as I pull in and I'm watching it through the windshield and then I'm watching it through the, the window of my car. It just goes Pew, gone. Pew, just disappeared. Like it went so fast. You couldn't even see where it had gone. Oh God. So I get to work and I tell everybody my story and they think I'm crazy and everybody's laughing. And I was like, I'm telling you, like I said, here, I'll put the phone on speaker. I said, I'm going to call the newspaper. And I cannot be the local newspaper. I said, I cannot be the only one that's seen this or called it in.
3: Yeah.
0: So, or not the newspaper, 911. Uh, that's what it was. Okay. So, call 911. It's on speakerphone. And the lady comes on. And I said, Did I go, has anybody in the last few minutes possibly reported seeing a silver ball floating in the sky north of McCook? And she just started laughing, laughing uncontrollably. So I just said, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't have been the only
2: one that's seen the damn
1: thing. So anyway. Yeah. What if you were? The been
2: I mean, Benito, were you an hour late for work? And Did you lose any time? And was your bum sore?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, none of those things. So
0: then I've got tons of stories, but I'll, this next one's really short. It's, it's a nice, easy story. Megan and I were down here when it used to be a moving room. And we were watching, there used to be a couch along this wall right here. Mm -hmm. And the TV was on this wall. So we're looking in this direction. We're watching whatever movie we were watching. And, I mean, it was, we had a lamp on or whatever down here. It wasn't pitch black. Anyway, there's a basement door over here that comes down into the basement. And we're both just watching the movie. And out of the corner of my eye, something something black, uh, small, catches my attention so I just look over to it and a black cat walks down the last three steps of our basement stairs and just like a cat does when I got to the bottom it clung to the wall and then went down the rest of the hallway and then just disappeared because you can't see all the way down that hallway and so I don't say anything at first and then I can see that Megan is a little weirded out. So we pause the movie, we pause the movie and I go, did you see what I just saw? And she goes, I think so. She goes, did you see a black cat just walk down the stairs and go around the corner? And I was like, that's exactly what I just saw.
1: Holy shit.
0: And we don't have a cat.
1: Wow. Yeah, you've never had a cat.
0: Never had a cat in our entire lives. And we both saw the exact same thing. It just like, just like a, a happy cat. Down, just stuck to the wall and went around the corner.
6: Did you go Ever look for
0: it? Huh? Did you go look for it? Yeah, nothing. Huh. Well, Ghost <laughs> well, cat, cat. It was a ghost cat. Well, as yeah. an owner of a black
6: cat, I can personally attest that they don't so much as move around the house as teleport. <laughs> <laughs> so,
5: like,
3: <laughs>
6: our, our black cat Reese, like all our other cats, you can tell when they move. Like you'll see them move into the somewhere. Reese will just freaking here, like in different parts of the house and you'll be like where the hell did you come from
1: <laughs> yeah so we have a ghost cat oh that's a ghost, ghost cat
6: i mean you probably heard. just got a real cat that teleports in and out at will
1: yeah you just haven't noticed yeah.
0: so and then i'll tell you just two more really quick ones about this house i i don't want to get into all my stories um there was a day that we were i was sitting on the couch out back in our in our three season or sunroom or whatever you want to call it. And I'm a little OCD-ish about that. I like to have things I like to have things kind of stacked side by side. Like the remote controls if there's three different ones that are different sizes I put them, you know, in the right order. And there was we were watching TV. What the
2: she? I got we're watching, I'm getting lit, Zach.
0: We were watching TV and I had I had two remotes and I was sitting on my wallet and it was bothering me. So I took my wallet out of my pocket and the order was there was the long remote, medium sized remote, and I set my wallet, the third one on the end, so that it was the stair step and it was on the arm of the couch. And we got done watching whatever the show was. We were going to get up and go somewhere, stood up, and I went to put, pick up my wallet to put it in my pocket. My wallet was gone. Gone. We tore that sunroom apart, took all the cushions out, flipped the couch over, Drew pillows around. My wallet was completely gone. Okay. And so we still we had to go where we had to go. We had to be there at a certain time. So we went and did the thing. Came home, looked again. My wallet was nowhere in that room whatsoever. And it was it was I think the next day because I got I went a whole day without my wallet. The next day I came downstairs with a load of laundry, a basket. And I came down the stairs, went around the corner to go into our laundry room. And as I was walking in and I f- flipped on the light, I don't even know why I did it. But as I was walking in, I looked down. And we had a steel bucket that we keep uh, the fireplace ashes in. For whatever reason, it was downstairs. And as I walked by, the bucket caught my eye and I looked and my wallet was in the ash bucket.
1: Weird. Uh, your house is haunted. I mean, it was yeah. probably
0: the cat. It was the cat. That's what we <laughs> always joke about, is the cat took my along. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's yeah. not just ghosts. It's ghost cats.
6: Yeah. I mean, yep. did the cat take like $5 or something?
1: No. <laughs> my, daughter had an, my daughter had an
0: experience here in the basement. She had come to visit, and there's a spare bedroom down here. And she had bought a new purse while she was here in Omaha and moved everything from her new purse to her old purse. And she got home, back home in McCook. And she called me and she said, hey, Dad, she goes, I, I totally must have left my old purse up there. She said, well, you see if it's in the bedroom. I looked all over the house. And I was like, Ashley, I was like, I, you, must, you have to have it because it's not in this house. We looked everywhere. She's like, no. She's like, I looked in my car. I looked in our luggage. She's like, I don't have it. So that same laundry room, I don't know, a week later maybe, maybe two weeks later, it was quite a while. We were. I was in the laundry room, and our laundry room just has just wooden shelves that are on brackets just to put things on in the laundry room. And uh, when I was in there, I think I was looking for something else, and I pulled out a wicker basket that was on one of the shelves. And when I pulled it out, her old purse had been folded in half and was stuffed in the back part of the wicker basket on that shelf. Weird. So I called her and I said, uh, or I sent her a picture. I said, is this your purse? And she said, Yeah. <laughs>
3: You know,
1: cat that likes to put everything in the laundry room. Yeah, everything ends
0: up in the laundry
6: room. Well, I mean, I just got done listening to a podcast that was on the Spider of Denver.
3: Hmm.
6: And in 18... This was in the uh, late 1800s, I think. And it was about... The Spider of Denver was a extremely tall extremely thin emaciated man who was living in a a kind of a secreted space of someone else's house that was was smaller than a coffin Hmm. for well over a year
2: oh my god
6: and yeah he was he had been a friend of the guy who was living there and but he was homeless and just came by one night when the house was unlocked and he wasn't home and found this space and just scurried up into it. Mm. And for a a year, he would only come out of that little hiding hole when the guy wasn't home and he'd eat his his food just like little bits at a time so he wasn't noticed. Wow. Until Mm. eventually, uh, the guy actually caught him coming down to the kitchen to eat food, and then he killed the guy.
3: The spider oh. killed him, or he
1: killed the spider?
6: Uh the spider killed him.
1: What? Oh my god.
6: And oh no, no. And then, like, the guy's wife had been at the hospital this whole time. And so he gets killed, and she gets out of the hospital and moves back home and has one of her friends who's like living with her to help care for her. And like, the guy starts, he's doing the same thing, except he's getting a little bit sloppier. And both of them, like, know <laughs> something's up, but they're never able to, like, tell or catch him or anything.
1: So, it, said, and it says, for, it, it was for nine months, he said?
6: Nine months to a year.
1: Yeah, it says he was in a victim's home, occupied the attic for nine months, November 1882 to May 1967 was his life, but it says he committed the murder in 1941.
6: Okay, sorry. It was, yeah. They, they had several of these in the podcast. That's several examples of people who were just, Did like, you, living in somebody else's house. You want to see... You a-
2: need to know what happened. Like, his wife and the, the lady taking care of her, what happened?
6: All right. So, they both get super creeped out, and they move out of the house. Uh, and it's, like, it's starting to smell because... The story is honestly kind of gross. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they eventually, they both move out of the house and have reported several incidents to the police of things just, like, being off, of moving. There's so- someone here, but we can't find them. And so the Denver police conclude that the place is haunted and, <laughs> like, station officers outside the house to watch for the ghost. And then one night, these officers, like, see a guy moving around the house, or see a form moving around the house, and they're like, ah, the ghost. And so they rush into the house, and they're searching around, searching around. They aren't finding anything, and they go upstairs to the closet where, like, the entrance to this guy's little hidey hole is, and they just, like, catch the last bit of his leg as it's going up into it and oh. they like grab him by the they grab him by the tattered remains of his pants and they're, they just like rip right off because they've like disintegrated so much from him just Ugh. living
1: there never showering
6: yeah never showering it's like no it, it, that's where the bad smell was coming from
3: oh god and-
1: <laughs> Damn. It says the occupied was twenty. It was a triangle-shaped attic, and I'm looking at a picture of it. It's 27 inches by 54 inches. Oh, longer oh, a coffin. That is fucking small.
2: Can you imagine yeah. how hot that was? I mean, it's still Denver, but it's still fucking hot in the
1: summer. Oh yeah, in the summer, fuck. That's why it smelled, God. But
6: yeah, so oh. the police did catch him though, and he was sentenced to life in prison for murder. Wow, and he said he was—he said he was actually glad because it was the nicest place he would have lived in his entire life. Oh, Jesus! I know I made you all sad now.
3: Oh, creepy. 1800s, man.
4: 1800s, he, mm.
1: super creepy. Like, yeah, he just looks like a killer.
4: Hmm.
1: Like, I know that's a horrible thing to say, but
2: no, some people look like yeah, they kill you and wear your skin. Well, <laughs> apparently
6: he did have, apparently he did have a disease like that made him look like that, and because of that, he was discriminated against, couldn't get a job. Huh. Uh, when his parents died, he didn't have a how- home or anywhere to live. No one wanted to take him because he looked strange. That's so <laughs> weird, creepy. And he apparently he like killed the guy who lived there, uh, just like completely. Uh, like one of the just like one of those. Ah, you're in my house. Ah, I'm in your house. Stab. <laughs> Better stab you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you must die. Yeah, this dude looks scary, man. Very um John Dillinger on meth. Yeah. That's what I was thinking.
3: Well,
6: I mean, you say that like some people they just look like killers, but it's the ones who don't look like killers <laughs> that you have to worry about. Yeah, like Bundy. No one thought Bundy was
1: a killer. He yeah. was
2: the guy ever. No, it's so, isn't he the one whose documentary came out and all these girls are like
1: You know why? Because Zac Efron played him in the Netflix. Yeah. Movie. So they've yeah. taken this romanticized version of Ted Bundy. I'm like, dude, go watch Mindhunter. Like Like apparently he that, wasn't you know? even like that good looking. He no, was just he not bad looking. For the time era that he was living in, he looked decent. But like <laughs> nowadays he would be like, dude, you're fuck ugly. Like, he was not even yeah. that looking. I think it's yeah. the charm and the charisma that probably brought people into him, more than just his looks. Well, yeah, he was a
4: right. smooth talker, I think. Yeah. It seemed like just when you well, hear interviews.
2: He was attractive enough, but then he played the victim. Like, he would always act like his arm was in a spring or something and was struggling to get stuff into his cars. mm Whatever is like, oh, could you help me? And you know, and then like the girls would go to help him, and he would like fucking throw him in the car. Yeah,
4: hey, smack like, him with a crowbar. bill, Buffalo Bill shit. Good.
2: Yeah, well, hey, I mean, Buffalo Bill was been like modeled after several. Civil- series. Oh yeah,
6: it has. I'm assuming everyone here has heard of H. H. Holmes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Parle- Did you look
2: at that book I mentioned, "Devil in the White City"?
6: yeah I mean you know, I've, known, I've known about H.H H. Holmes uh, for quite a while, but uh, like so he, good. He's what I think of when I think of like the one of the Amer- American serial killers right because he's that all book, over popular fiction.
0: That book is very interesting how it tells two stories at the same time. I really I really enjoyed
6: that. Yeah, I just picked that up the other week on Jenna's recommendation so I'll be listening to that.
2: Yeah,
0: it's very good.
2: John, you got here just in time. I guess
0: just
7: I, I have a I don't really trust Benito's selection of movies ever since he said he liked that Scarlett Johansson film. Which one? <laughs> Wait a minute. I haven't I haven't even recommended a movie tonight. Under the skin. <laughs> no, we yeah, talked under, yeah, the, under skin. the skin. He's like I, you're all about under the skin. It's like it's crazy. It's just yeah. John will carry
6: that grudge forever.
7: I know, dang it. And it's a good movie. <laughs> I'm not Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Oh, it's like, no, it's not, a, it's, it's not even a movie. It's not really, it's, it is. It, it's, it, it, it went, um, <laughs> i think
6: it's supernatural just how much
0: John doesn't like this movie. Oh, you okay, look how I figured it out, my, my cloak. There not
2: you go, you made. finally got
0: your cloak? Yeah, see, the baseball hat is the trick to wearing a cloak. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, now I know.
0: I did not, I, did not, I see it, I yeah. do otherwise it falls on your forehead it does
2: like i'm i'm struggling a little bit
0: otherwise it does like it goes like this
2: yep it does the floppy it's thing in your
6: eye you can't like see where your knife is going <laughs> you might miss
2: the mark
6: <laughs> and nothing's worse than a botched sacrifice
2: no no that's not how we keep the all-father happy right
6: <laughs> the all-father
2: Odin's involved?
6: He is now. All hail Odin.
2: All hail Odin.
7: So, <laughs> Odin took care of the frost giants. He's good enough for me. I, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen any Odin frost 2021. <laughs> have you guys seen like, any frost giants? I have not. Not a one. All hail
2: Odin. No. All hail. Oh, an amount of drinks to toast to Odin.
3: I
7: have a frost giant. Nice. I mean, is that for your new uh, your new rollout? Yep. You're you're excited about this one. Yeah, man. I'm uh, a host.
2: Zach has joined us as well. It's so fun to
0: play. It's so yeah, fun I'm to here. play in the winter and the in the jungle. I love that I'm getting to do both, one per week.
7: Yeah. I'd say that you've got about another week of playing in the jungle because you're, <laughs> you're just going to kill us all, man. It's like, like, <laughs>
2: shit.
6: <laughs> You only if we're done. dumb.
2: Oh, oh, that's going to be a lot of fun playing D&D with Bill on drugs.
0: <laughs> I think yeah. on drugs most of the time when we play. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, here, there, man.
7: Benito killed uh, Linda's cat.
0: <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. depends on how you take that, but
7: is is the amulet still on the cat cuz we need that amulet. I don't know. We have to go back and get that. I but think
1: that's a discussion for later. That's good that was yeah. there you go, John. You can have that amulet. That's a good point.
7: Ooh. But, um, I can't see
0: it. I can't imagine the fire destroyed the amulet.
7: Oh that's cool. Is that uh Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange, I'm have, sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. The
1: all seeing eye of Agamotto. So I told my girlfriend when I fuck up, I'm just gonna go back in time now.
7: You are uh, such a nerd that you knew that, Seth. Did you
0: tell her when, yeah. she fuck, when she fucks up, you'll just go back in time and date another chick?
7: <laughs>
1: <Whoa>. <laughs> now I'm going to, and she's going to listen to this and be like, fuck you, Benito.
2: Oh,
1: my God, <gasps> I'm just kidding. I was
2: just kidding. I love her. Benito, way to go. You're getting him in trouble.
1: Oh, she's awesome. <laughs> just... I do a great job with that on my own.
2: When yeah.
1: you... Tokyo. Oh, thanks for joining us from Tokyo. Yeah, back. Joining us live from Tokyo. Oh, yeah. hey, I got a good
0: it's joke. It's
8: certainly not my dirty as hell. But definitely not that.
0: You, you want to hear my you want to hear my joke?
8: Mm. Yeah, so, tell me your joke.
0: So there's this there's this Chinese couple and um they it's they've dated for a while and it's the first time that they're going to be intimate mm. and have sex?
5: Mm.
8: Oh, that's what that means. Okay, got it.
0: <laughs> he, says, he says, "Oh baby, baby." Says, I, "I I'm amazing. I can do anything. Anything you want. I'm I'm here for mm-hmm. you. You just simply ask." Uh-huh. And she said well she's like i always wanted to do 69. And, and he says you want to do beef and broccoli
5: <laughs>
8: <laughs> that's
1: that's
8: horrible
1: uh, i love it
8: I good done thing done, we uh, don't have any sponsors or we'd lose some sponsors
1: right? i would have done the accent <laughs> too
0: far
8: uh, a little great. bit <laughs> it's good to see we have some people dressing up that's nice
1: yeah i had my uh, my costume on earlier but
8: Really
1: ah, talk. well, yeah. gotcha. I got I think we're owed some more spooky
6: stories by yeah. our new arrivals. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I don't
8: know.
6: Oh. We're,
1: well, we're John's walking away, back so back.
8: <laughs> so immediately <laughs> John, is, I'm out. John
1: from Galactic, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so Zach, if you have any spooky experiences or paranormal activities, let us know. You got anything?
2: Or maybe he's got activities that were so good they were paranormal.
0: They were
1: normal.
8: They were just regular normal. <laughs> yeah.
0: They were so mundane. They were just normal. They,
8: were just they went to the drive-thru
0: and I got
2: stuck. Uh,
8: uh, I wouldn't know. If like a ghost was haunting my house, I wouldn't know. And then what's your favorite
2: yeah. ghost story or urban legend? What creeped you out as a kid?
8: Um, I was the kind of kid that like, okay, so it like, seven or eight. I don't, I don't remember. I might've been maybe 11, but, but still like fairly young. Um, I went down to the kitchen after I'd gone to bed and I went down to the kitchen in tears because I had the existential crisis that at some point I will die. and cease oh, wow. <laughs> And my mom had to console like a 10 year old that was basically asking the ultimate question. That's like, I don't know. I didn't really. That's horrible. Ghost, yeah, ghost stuff is is not necessarily my bag. I'm sure I've been in spooky situations, but but the, I, the, I wouldn't the, have noticed. the psychopath
2: yeah. in you didn't feel any terror?
8: No, no, not at that. No. Okay. R- real people scare me way more than, than <laughs> I know, the, that's
2: the, what the stuff
8: I was... it yeah. isn't explained. Yeah.
4: That's a valid argument. Yeah. yeah. I agree yeah that 's kind of what
6: my story was about, like we were watching a horror movie, and like some we heard actual screams from next door as someone was mm-hmm. getting their house robbed
8: oh oh yeah no i I do have an interesting story along that vein um, so I was staying at my girlfriend 's house at the time, and um, they were ve- these houses are very close together, and her bedroom is. Uh, the exterior wall with a window right next to the next house, if that helps set anything up. Okay. Um, and we have, like, barely a sidewalk space between each house, yeah? Mm-hmm. And uh, her next-door neighbors love to sit out until 3 or 4 in the morning and just get into yelling match arguments.
5: <laughs> oh, that's a lot of fun.
8: They would sit all day and relax, but for some reason – like at 3 o'clock, that's when they decided Like all the stuff that annoyed us and frustrated, we're going to argue about it now. We'll be totally civil <laughs> during daylight, but when the lights go down and we've had a few just screaming at each other. So, one night um, there's a big screaming match and uh, the one person is, one party, to not give too many details away, one party is exclaiming that if the other party is not careful the first party will go and get their pistol and they will do something about it oh fuck. And the, yeah and then the second party is saying well if you do that they were not this civil if you do that yeah. i will be forced to take it away from you and do that anyway you get the gist wow okay so that's exciting I, enough
7: i haven't heard of a gun referred to as a pistol yeah.
8: yeah, well, that's not what they were. I I was yeah, making I it civil for, you know, all of, of our lovely done. audience members. Uh, yeah, cool. And so then they, the next night, there's no argument. They weren't out there all day. And around three or four o'clock in the morning, uh, I just hear like, I don't know if this is going to come over the mic, but we'll, I just hear like, Whatever you hear stuff in the neighborhood,
7: Uh,
8: (laughs) and then and then like, and then a little bit later, and I'm like, well, okay, that's the same sound two times in a row. That's interesting, but again, it's a neighborhood. Sounds happen, right? And then over the course of like the next twenty minutes, at regular intervals, I hear
2: like someone knocking on your window.
8: No, no, uh, like imagine the sound of maybe a small caliber pistol going off inside of a house with many walls between you and the sound of that.
5: Okay, no,
2: I just wanted to make sure it was that and not sound like someone trying to ask you for help by knocking
3: on your door.
8: Right, yeah, no, no, so I hear that and it is just consistent enough, I'm sorry, it is just inconsistent enough of a pattern that it could be like human caused yeah but it is so, so in my head i'm like shit guys that might be him going around like room to room just like
1: capping people
8: broke like switched off and he's just doing the thing we read about in movies and tv shows Yeah, yeah. The um house. murder house
3: yeah right
8: so i'm like f- f- red alert at this point just like paying attention trying to suss out what's going on Um, and it goes off like another time and uh, then like nothing and then like about an hour later somebody comes out the back and just like has a cigarette and it's not the guy it's just someone else that lives in the house and I'm like okay likely I was just hearing stuff and it turned out to be fireworks down the street (laughs) Like four blocks away, like four blocks away, it was fireworks. Um, But yeah, like all night I was there watching this house. Like, okay. Am I going to see someone drag a body out of the back? Jackson, uh,
1: Serbia, Shia LaBeouf over here. Yeah, like, is there going to be...
8: Are they going to be dragging bags that are lumpy? <laughs> and I just, I just <laughs> picture
2: the burbs. Remember that movie, Tom Hanks? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah they're think. like in the backyard.
6: Did you say the birds or the burbs? Birds. birds.
7: It's, a, it's, a, it's a
8: Tom Hanks movie. It's awesome. Oh, Fisher. Okay. God,
3: it's Fisher. Oh, it's amazing.
1: The birds. That is a movie as
3: well. And it was horrible.
8: Yeah. The, the only thing that allowed me to get any sleep that night was that, like, a guy with that much. I'm going to guess meth in his system Going <laughs> off of literally all the other nights I've seen him be a human um, wouldn't have been so methodical as if you like <laughs> room by room like
7: have you ever met like a for meth- everyone
8: meth- maybe the
7: most methodical people of all time it's like <laughs>
8: <laughs> could be could be yeah. i don't have direct experience with meth heads on <laughs> river binges. apparently
7: john does so here's a weird fact is meth heads are one of the biggest dangers of archaeology because they they have <laughs> weird algorithms and they see like things and they dig it up and they try to sell it for more meth and if you disturb, <laughs> them, if you disturb them while you're doing an archaeological dig they'll hurt you oh uh, so, yeah i believe that yeah but it's like they, they really are they can become quite focused
1: no, if the goal to is to get more meth then yeah i'm just, yeah. like the most focused person in the world that's
7: all they do this is try to either do meth or get more meth that's pretty <laughs> much the algorithm of a, of a meth head right there like, The life's
1: <laughs> list of like, needs and wants is but one word yeah meth. Meth. <laughs> me i wake up and i'm like oh get a coffee smoke a cigarette take a shower they're just meth <laughs> yeah, <laughs> simple for the meth. Yeah, method that's fucking scary like a method head, Imagine being next door to that conflict, and then uh, your assumption is that that's what's happening because of the pretext.
8: Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right.
1: I would be literally shitting my pants. I'd be like, "Should I go over there? Like, should I knock on? No. The-? Like, yeah. No. No. I would no. be like knocking Ooh, yeah. on the door, and I would say the wrong thing, and then make an enemy out of that meth head.
5: <laughs> yeah.
8: Right.
1: That would be me. I'd be calling Zach. Like, Zach, get over here with your gun. Like, Why well, was
8: <laughs> your pistol?
5: I was like, these uh,
8: these walls are not thick, and I don't yeah. trust those guys to shoot well. So I don't want to be within like three hundred yards of what's going down in that house. <laughs> i leave my house for an yeah.
1: hour. Ugh. but I mean that that kind of brings the point that like we, we spend one day a year talking about fear and self getting yeah. fear and and making a thing out of it and dressing up as our favorite monsters and slashers. But quite often, the scariest thing in the world is just people yeah. yeah
8: yeah Wait, dressing up as i just i just dressed up
1: i was gonna say you just look classy <laughs> as fuck i don't know who you're supposed to be but oh, obviously I just, a I serial
8: killer. killer i said i was gonna i know, I was up. gonna say
2: american psycho but, you know <laughs>
1: yeah or i was gonna say john wick because of the background it looks like you're like in, in, true, in the I mean. middle of getting out of something
8: <laughs> i mean i said i was gonna dress up guys
2: yeah i know you dressed up so pretty have you ever what? been
1: attracted to a murderer
7: That's an odd question.
1: Does it count if I'm
2: the potential murderer?
3: Are you attracted to yourself,
5: Jenna?
2: So, like, you know, (laughs)
1: girls get that crush on serial killer kind of thing craze going on. But you never really hear about guys, like, having crushes on female killers. But I was looking... Here's the
2: thing. That's that joke. Is it Chris Rock or something who said, like, you never, like dudes just date crazy chicks but the chicks yeah. can't do anything because you know they're women but you never hear like women with their horror stories about crazy dudes because they all end up dead
3: oh yeah 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 oh. that's well, I mean,
1: there's
7: always black widow murderers out there That's true are,
1: you just don't you know, hear a lot about them
7: you don't hear a lot
2: about it yeah right?
7: i think women are less like psycho I, I mean yeah
2: that's the science is that like the statistics are less that women are generally less aggressive. Less, tasty.
7: yeah. I mean, men men are like one of the leading causes of death in women, and for yeah. men, it's heart disease. It's like women don't kill men, but men
3: oh, actually so kill. There are. There are, large there are women quite, well, there. I
8: mean, why do you think they're getting heart disease? <laughs>
7: <laughs> there are quite. Have
5: you
8: few? eaten an
7: American diet? I mean, damn <laughs> there
6: are quite a few uh, women serial killers.
3: Mm-hmm. So,
6: they, the, but their methods yeah vary from like uh from male uh male ser- serial killers oh, totally uh female serial killers tend towards uh poison mm. or that yeah. uh, kind of silent
7: how would you kill seth if you were a serial killer
6: i mean i'm pleading the fifth
7: nah. <laughs> does, that, does that mean that you are a serial killer you're killing now and you don't want to like give any clues or what no i'm just no. saying i don't want to no, no, i don't no. want something Something you might want to try later right you might want to try it later it's like right just think, you know maybe you need a new hobby you're done with D D. hey murder I'll do murder.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to quote Mal Reynolds here. You can't open up the book of my life and start reading in the middle. Um,
1: <laughs> <but> <laughs> I would totally enough, do the enough. ghost face thing. I would like stalk people and like toy with them and, and like fuck with them on the phone. Like, look inside your closet. And, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. Like, I think that would be the most entertaining way to be like a serial killer, to be honest. like
7: You can do I'm that awesome. now. You can just call random people.
1: I should. Mm-hmm. And I should just do it in my ghost face mask, even though they don't know.
7: <laughs> no. don't <laughs>
1: like, just, it just
2: it film yourself you like, calling people? Right. They're like, why are you
1: calling me? Like, I they're know like... it's you.
2: <laughs> it would help but you get Just at least character. use
1: a
6: burner phone.
1: Yeah. Like, I have the money for a burner. Right.
3: See, Seth, <laughs> they're not that expensive.
7: You can go to Walmart. Seth right? this, like... <laughs> he thought about this. Seth's already got the burner phone idea down. It's like, like, how many have you killed, Seth? Just I... ask <laughs> i'm not i the haven't killed point. anyone i'm not the. but political. i listen to I'm a lot gonna, of murder I'm, I'm
5: podcasts so i feel it.
7: that you've killed many now i, I have this funny feeling okay. that you know, no okay look that your history the, is just a burning you? path of dead bodies that go back probably what 20 years yeah <laughs> no the, <laughs> the
6: google search history of a serial killer and an author look a lot alike
2: this <laughs> <laughs> is accurate so you
6: <laughs>
7: became an author to cover up your serial? Say it's a Got it. beard. I feel Got like it. I feel like
6: you're deflecting a whole lot here, Mister. Sh- just like disappeared and turned back up in a robe.
7: <laughs> it's like no, Benito. Benito gave me an idea. It's like, yeah. and he's right. He's right about this hat. So right now I'm rocking a, a Palpatine. It works great. Yeah, funny does, that you went so straight
3: cool.
6: for the Palpatine. Let me, I let me I demonstrate was, it again. The robe on it. So
7: the reason I asked that
1: question was I was looking <laughs> up like pictures and, and like different articles after the Spider-Man story that you, uh, it kind of got me down this rabbit hole. and I Spider-Man a
7: picture, story? Uh,
1: the Spider-Man of Denver uh, was living in someone's attic that was super small. Uh, for, like,
7: yeah, uh, off, I thought
2: yeah, we were going go to, go the, to the um, we
7: were gonna do Italian Spider-Man stuff again. That was weird. No. <laughs>
1: But so well,
6: this is different.
2: I was looking for
1: pictures <laughs> of different like uh, killers and and the Manson family and stuff like that, and I went across a picture of Lisa Van Hutton and I was almost like, wow, she's a babe. Like she was a babe back then. And and yeah. I was like, why do I feel like I think like I'm attracted to her? But, I- but she collaborated with a murderer. Like that, I shouldn't <laughs> feel this way. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> you like strong women? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah.
1: But well, do you, do you I mean, carved into their foreheads?
7: it takes a lot of strength to buck social norms like killing people. You know, but I'm trying to put a good face on it for you. So,
1: <laughs> well, I mean, talk about. I think she's kind of a babe. But I yeah, mean,
7: That, that, that X
8: that's carved into her forehead definitely.
7: Yeah, that's that's she kind that. of
1: does it for me. I'm not gonna lie.
8: Hey, mate, go to some of the go to some of the uh, the pictures of her a little bit older.
1: Oh yeah, then you see her now, and you're like, oh okay, this is a serial killer. That's uh, one of the Mansons from the Manson family. Which, oh! Uh, got it. One Ooh, of the man. collaborators. Oh, hence the
3: ex- but I mean... Setting.
8: Considering what she's gone through, I think she's she's yeah. making up pretty yeah. well. You know, she's for, yeah. a up for, yeah. for yeah. yeah.
2: But like, at for, one point, there's like a picture of her in a business suit, probably for one of her tri- her parole trials where she's like covered that cross-up with makeup and you're like, holy crap.
3: Mm-hmm.
8: That would make sense, yeah.
1: But you know, look at her in this kind of... a. I don't know who this is right here, but look at the right. That's her when she was younger. I was like, wow, she was really pretty. Like, mm. sorry you got in with the
8: Mansons.
6: <laughs> but sure I, I several know. people are.
8: Well, I mean, I've considering heard... that what she's been in, how long she go to prison for? Or did she? Oh, no, she did a good life. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Most of them I'm are in of life. life. Yeah. 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 I know Manson I, so... keeps Manson... getting up for parole, but they do that just to deny it.
8: <laughs> it's probably, I, I it's thought, probably not like Manson she has died. access to like a balanced it diet. Just to deny it.
7: I thought Manson died a few years ago. I saw something about that, but I didn't know if it was a hoax. He died?
8: November?
4: 2017. Wow. That's crazy. I think Tex is still alive, though. Tex did all the killing, I'm pretty sure. He was the main perpetrator of it. I was just
1: watching uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
3: Oh,
4: so good.
3: Have you guys
8: read any of the material that, that supposes, that kind of puts out the theory that Manson. Was a, um, oh, he's part of like, uh, the LSD the MK Ultra program, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I saw okay. the podcast on Rogan with the author of that book and all of his stuff, and it's like, holy shit, yeah, like all the like, times he broke parole and he should have been back in jail.
8: And the sheriff was like, Oh, my pay grade,
2: Said nope, let him out, he's doing yeah. stuff because what they were hoping to do was to, um defame and undermine the anti-war movement of hippies by having a bunch of hippies murder people.
8: No. no.
5: In support
7: no.
2: of the Black Panthers. What? That's so, so. Well, there
8: was a group of, <laughs> like, there was a group of CIA guys of work. around that time period that were just like throwing shit against a wall to see what stuck.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Wait, aren't
7: these the same CIA guys that tried to get people to use their minds to blow up goats?
1: Men who stare at goats. Yeah. I was just going to mention that.
2: No, this is before then. Like, all, they did things like uh, Operation Midnight Climax, where they took John into a travel and they had the prostitutes dose the guys just so they could see what happened.
3: Mm-hmm. Damn. So,
8: no, the book
2: is really fascinating. I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick. The what premise
8: was you that you could use yeah, Operation Midnight Climax, like if you could use LSD as a method to get information out of like foreign or agents or to create yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's interesting. I don't even, I, I, what?
3: Yeah,
2: what? no, it's uh it's called Chaos, Charles Manson the CIA and the Secret History of the 60s, Thomas O'Neill.
1: I'm going to read that. I'm going to get it on.
3: Yeah. Sounds- no, it's
2: really good. The podcast he did was amazing. And he yeah. started off as supposed to be just an article, but he went down a rabbit hole
3: mm-hmm. and
2: found all of this <laughs> stuff. And the guy who was in charge of MK Ultra, who did these LSD experiments on the Pretty Sure Manson and other people, he also got a hold of uh, the guy who shot um, not – not kennedy the okay the ruby? person
3: ruby who, is
7: the guy who shot him jack
1: ruby
2: yeah, yeah. Oh. He, got to do, he got to those people and like dosed them up and made them go insane for their trial
3: hmm. Hmm. That's
5: cool.
2: like there's a lot of stuff and he doesn't he does not say 100 percent this is what happened yeah. but Lays out the evidence, right? Yeah. and he says you make your own decision.
8: And it's apparently over the course of like thirty years, he gathered all this up. Wow. Yeah.
1: I gotta look that up. So he was on Rogan with this.
3: Yeah.
8: Yeah.
5: Okay,
1: yeah. I'll definitely have to check out the Rogan episode he was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was good. This is the yeah. book. Oh, cool.
5: Nice.
8: So, Benito, mm. if you were a serial killer, how would you, how would you strike?
0: Like how would I get my victims or how would I kill them?
8: Ooh. Well, let's let's stick to like method of killing, yeah. Well, I think since
7: how he gets his victims jumps to his mind first, and that's even far more perverted. <laughs> I kind of want to hear
5: that.
8: Okay, okay.
7: Is it? Are you a charismatic killer, Benito? Do you lure them into your... your, your they put the I think he uses traps. I think he uses
6: <laughs> traps to kill his victims.
1: He or he
7: the into hose ridiculous. again. He yeah. yeah.
1: seduces them.
7: He goes out to bars and,
1: and finds groups mm. and seduces them back to party, and then him and his wife murder them.
8: He's like, "Do you want to play D and D in my basement?"
5: <laughs> in my basement.
2: Do you want to see my pleasure room?
7: <laughs> that's that's, that's so actually ridiculous. how I met Benito was by room. playing D and D in his basement.
5: Man.
7: <laughs> yeah.
1: you got to call it his pleasure room now. It's called. The
7: vault. It's actually called the vault. So,
1: the first time I met you was in your pleasure room. Pleasure think, vault.
0: I think pleasure I would vault. be. I think I would be super seductive to the um, the ugly duckling of a group. Yeah. who felt left out, and I think I'd be. I think I'd prey on. Look at Israel.
5: Zach,
8: you dick.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then and then I just get her back here and just and then just or him torture. Or him.
6: <laughs> okay, we're we're going dark again.
5: Okay. <laughs> Well, wait, I would torture them until
3: they
2: a paranormal story. Oh, we changed the
7: subject. I was writing a book. Yeah, I will give you a. I'll give you a paranormal story or two. If Did you want it just to be there, it tell us how he's going to kill people. I want to know how he's going to kill. Fine. All right. How are you going to kill him? Because I mean, I know you're always looking for more blood. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like. This would be easy, wouldn't it? You wouldn't actually have to go to all that trouble to make the oh, movie. Yeah. I,
0: don't, I don't know if I could actually kill someone. That's a weird thing to talk about. I don't...
8: That's how he's got the most realistic blood in the industry. <laughs>
0: right. I don't know. I don't... Just even thinking about actually
7: killing somebody in, in real life or whatever, I... I you made I a horror movie that they won't show in theaters.
5: Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... So, I know. There's
0: something you know, happening, man. You know, even, even the effects I do in film sometimes just creeps me out a lot. Like I've, I don't, I just, I couldn't kill anybody. I don't think. I, well, I, I think. Want, I guess I'd want to make it as fast as possible, and just, I don't know. I never think about it, to be honest with you. Well, we I mean, a, unless kill. you're filming it. Right. Unless I'm filming it. That's I think, what oh, I was I gonna, gonna say. Is, ways to
8: kill somebody. I was gonna say uh, my method of killing people would be plausible deniability. <laughs> Not uh, talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we all
2: know how Bill would kill people, and that'd be with his puns. I mean, yeah. he's uh, still... Uh, Bob, grade puns
3: I, know, he has. Puns. Yeah. It's like, I uh, know how I'd kill
8: people. Say so what? Oh, and yeah, you were fine. really eager to come forward with that. Yeah, how? Yeah. Who said
1: that? Me. <laughs> 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 uh, I would tie somebody up in, like, a dark room, right? Like, kidnap them, chloroform them, and put a bag over their head. And then have some random, just, like, huge dude dressed up like a clown take the bag off and just be standing there. And then the I'm b- just a <laughs>
8: huge freaking boy.
1: And then I'm, just, I'm talking, like, seven-foot-tall, 300-pound, the mountain from Game of Thrones, dressed up like the most sissy clown in a tutu. <laughs> would be standing behind, take the bag off, and then I'm just going to, like, dance naked in front of them till they kill themselves.
5: <laughs> so okay. So okay. So
1: and like oh. give them tools you know like here you go do it yourself like, mm. and they're like it's going to be annoying to them for like the first hour what
3: are you or two? Doing,
1: and then it's going to drive I'm them scared in. what are you doing
6: <laughs> you scared me i had to leave right right up until you find the person who's into that shit.
1: right and then i'm like annoyed and i'm like fuck.
8: <laughs> well no that's what the whole process was for was to find that person Find somebody. <laughs> i'm just looking for a soul mate
1: bodies back here no one wants to watch me dance
2: so that's how you found her. And the big
0: clown
6: is just like, I know, man, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually. She'll find her a someone chloroform. eventually.
1: Um, I, I asked her if the napkin I was holding smelled like chloroform. <laughs> and she woke up in a creepy dark room and I was dancing naked and she fell for it, I guess. And she was never able it's to. like, leave. this is
8: my jam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she goes, do the helicopter dick. <laughs> Now listen. Eventually, she's gonna
6: be like, "Hey, does this smell like chloroform?"
5: Right
1: now, she's gonna do it to me. No, no, no. She, she's, she's awesome though. So, definitely found a cool one. Good deal. Just as creepy and weird. So that's kind of a prerequisite, to be honest. Weird me out or creep me out in some kind of way. Like, we're probably not gonna work. That's why Zach's made it so long on the weekly geekly.
7: No, no. Three hundred pounds. Zach's clown's not gonna frighten you.
2: No, oh, I'm into it. Morticia and Gomez Adams show that two creepy folks can make it work. Exactly.
1: You got to celebrate the weirdness between each other. The
6: family yeah. that kills together stays together. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but anyway, John, being the ghost hunter, he's got to be able to close this out with a really good uh, yeah.
1: story. Yeah. Give us a final thought. You got a good story for us, John?
7: It. In my time at UNO, I'm one of the co-founders of the UNO Paranormal Society, and we started investigating... Uh, is anyone familiar with UNO? Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah the University Slightly. of Omaha?
7: Yeah. Um, I do thing
6: and, here in Omaha. <laughs>
7: you <laughs> know where <laughs> Arts and Sciences is?
6: No. Yeah.
4: yeah. All my classes yeah. were in that building. Uh, that, that, oh, is,
7: that building is over 100 years old, and... It is one of the weirdest that I've ever investigated. Um, basically, whenever I, I run a digital recorder, I, uh, I listen for hours. And it's it's not like there's like EVPs per se. There are EVPs. But there's also generally like murmurings in the background. Like there's hundreds of people there all the time. All the time. Hmm. And I get some occasional EVPs because I would ask uh, the various departments to do investigations, and they would let us. It's like, um, and we did one in a an department, and we got a lot of weird stuff, like growling coming from one office. We couldn't open the office door, hmm. but there was growling coming from it. It's like, like, like a wolf. Hmm. And it's that like, it, it was weird. It was really weird. It's like, um. We had some weird EVPs from... All right, there's a fourth floor. You're uh,
8: an upset professor the state yeah. of academia today.
7: Oddly enough, I know the department. And I know the people who live there, who work there. And mm-hmm. I know the people that... I told them about this because, I, you know, you always reveal what you find. And the people, they they had no doubts about who it was. I'm just going to say that.
6: It's Todd. It, it was definitely <laughs> Professor Todd. Damn, Todd. God, you just like wander the halls and growl at a, like a wolf was-
7: <laughs> but we were in this one department because in 1955 there was a girl named Carolyn Nevins who was standing outside in 1955 the only building UNO had was Arts and Science that's all there was so she was standing out around um, where Kaiser is now the Kaiser building and so in the
8: middle she- of a cornfield yeah
7: well, it was then. Uh, <laughs> most of it was, but it's like Kaiser wasn't there. Um, yeah. We kind of triangulated her spot. She wasn't in the middle of that building, but she was just off outside of it. And it's like she was... Uh, all by wolves? Yeah, eaten by wolves. She okay. vanished. Hmm. Uh, they found her bag uh, in Elmwood Park. Oh. And, and her books were scattered all around. Um They found her body. She had been shot. Oh, wow. And it's like, um, by a very weird gun. It's like, it was a strange caliber. I can't remember what it was, but it's not, definitely not a, say what?
1: Was it a pistol?
7: It was a pistol. (laughs) As a matter of fact, it was a pistol. And it it was a strange caliber. And it's it's actually, the case is still open.
3: Hmm.
7: Because they never solved it. So it, it was weird because... The last person who saw her, saw her standing outside of the building with someone in the shadows looking at her. Hmm. They don't know who it is. So we would go there and try to get EVPs, which are electronic voice phenomenon. Hmm. It's like basically digital recordings. And we always got weird stuff. It's It was a strange, strange case. Huh. And
8: it freaked people out. Guys, plausible deniability. What?
7: <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have a deniability. I wasn't born until 1965. So it's like, I I didn't do it. I mean, I could have I been there. <laughs> no.
6: I can who pray. knows who could have killed her? It, it was Well,
7: you guys were talking about like knocking. It's like whenever I go out and do a paranormal investigation, a lot of times yeah. I come home and things would be knocking on the walls, like from the inside.
1: If it's hmm. three, it's a demon. Well,
7: it doesn't matter. It's like, it's like they're irritating. Eventually, if you don't pay attention, they go away. Yeah, They do, but it's like they, they try to irritate They just go around, they just try to- Trying to, to
2: draw your emotional energy and irritate you. They're, yeah, they're just
6: being- ditched. I mean, you're basically describing oh, right? cats too,
8: right? <laughs> <laughs> but I like cats. It's like... But didn't, it, didn't the Egyptians believe that there was like a spiritual channel through cats or something like that? Well, well,
2: they cats were guardians birds. of the underworld, that's the
6: that. I'm pretty yeah. sure cats just eat ghosts. <laughs>
1: We established a weekly geekly episode where we broke down the the shitty logic of the Hocus Pocus movie. Cats are horrible guardians. (laughs) They are. Cats are terrible guardians.
7: Imagine every time you saw like movies like Lassie and that the dog Lassie like goes home and bark, 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 you know, Hey, Billy's in a well or something, you know, (laughs) if it was a, if it was a cat, uh, come on, cat! You have to save me. The cat would just wander off somewhere, and
1: it would like oh, play yeah. with some string while you're like dying. Yeah,
7: yeah. It's like
1: yeah. cats don't give a shit.
6: Hey, it's dinner time.
5: <laughs> you know how that works. are
7: well. hungry. <laughs> Wake up. And, you know, in fact, it's like the cat's gonna be mad if 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 Billy's the one that has to feed him, and Billy's in the well. The cat's gonna be mad at Billy. Yeah. Because Billy's not there feeding him.
2: Right. <laughs> Billy,
7: you've been conveniently gone
2: down that well, you motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you get
7: out of that well. It's like, I know I'm supposed to tell somebody, but I'm not gonna. Like,
8: this is... What are you trying to tell us? Tinkerbell, where's Jimmy? Eh, uh, Leo. <laughs> mm. yeah, Smoke my dog. cigarette. If you've got a dog
6: heard? and somebody breaks in, the dog will bark and warn you. Yeah. yeah. If you've got cats, mm. um, no. No, no, that'll be like, "Oh, my new master." This is
2: false because I was staying in this little guest house in Texas cuz I had I had to leave my living situation very quickly. Um so the first night I was in this little guest house in someone's backyard. and It's not a bad part of town or anything, but it's you know, not the best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not too far from not the best. Mm. So, and the way a lot of Dallas house, houses and neighborhoods run, there's alleys. Yeah. yeah. So that run behind houses because their garages are in the back. There's not driveways in the front yard. It's all alleys that go behind the houses to go to the garages. So the first night I'm there, I wake up because I could have swore to God I heard someone try the doorknob on the front of the little guest house. Mm, sure. It's one of those things where there's just a living space, kitchen, and then a bedroom.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and I think it's just me, but then both my cats had jumped up on the bed and they both jumped down and went into the living room towards the front door. Mm. Uh, so I yep. immediately got my bat <laughs> and I waited and I listened.
8: Yeah, because they knew that the next person to feed them was about to walk through the door. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was going to say.
6: It's like, hey, maybe this person will give us treats. Yeah. Our owner definitely isn't.
2: Well, if oh, it, you if knew it, I spoiled my cats like a motherfucker. You know,
7: but if that somebody killed you, then the cats would eat you. Mm-hmm.
8: Well, I,
5: that. Well, yeah. I don't the think The next that's person to happens. give us
8: our meal, yeah. Uh,
6: like, in, in any altercation, my money's on Jenna, which is why I want to know. Jenna... How would you kill?
5: Oh,
7: there we yeah, go. That's, that's a good question. I'd kind of like to hear that one myself. Uh, yeah, i be interested. <laughs> it's like, and you know, I mean,
2: a girl doesn't. Without really want implicating <laughs>
6: yourself in any open investigations, of mm-hmm. course.
7: Yeah, you don't have to like give like like exact exit points for bullets or or wounds or anything like that. Just a general, a general like like what would you do? Start with hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Only because uh, I've been in this the start of a situation like this, so I had to think about what I would do. I hate to say it, but most likely me ended up killing someone would probably involve because someone has stalked me into a situation where it's fight or flight, mm. and I'm going to fuck them up. Boom. Well, so, so-,
8: you're, so you're saying that your serial killer draw would actually be... Mm-hmm them
2: thinking I'm the victim. Yeah. Yeah. go to victimize
8: me and then- To bait (laughs) people, yeah, to bait people into stalking you. Yeah. Oh my God, but that's what I said I was (laughs) (laughs)
2: going
0: to do. I don't feel like you said you were
8: going to bait people into- Yeah. You got
1: competition.
8: No, I meant bait as in like B-A-I-T, not apostrophe (laughs) B-A-T-E.
7: disgusting, man. That's awful.
0: Who would follow that? Pretend to be the one with low self-esteem. I would, I would pounce, pounce. <laughs> then
3: and when then I'm I beat his head in
2: with a baseball bat With the knife out of my boobs.
3: Yeah.
7: <laughs> well, I mean, that's one way. I guess you could
8: do it. The old anime armory. I like yeah. it. I think that's, I think that's that's interesting. That's a good movie premise. I mean,
2: I, I, I can, I can hide a very large knife
8: in here.
7: I can only see Benito like thinking about how to make it his next movie. Like right now. It's
6: like, then it's time for the old murder shower. I mean, no,
2: no, because then I'm the victim. He aggressed me, officer. And you still have to hose the blood off yourself, don't you? No, because I'm the victim. Yeah. It was all self-defense, officer. Yeah. Dude, look at what she's something. doing
5: right now. Look at that. I'm not I'm not put the eyes head. on. Yeah.
1: Officer. You work the sorceress magic.
7: <laughs> At some point, you're going to want to clean up a bit. After, after they after, can see that I had
2: yeah. to defend myself, I have after nothing the, to hide, the, officer.
7: See, oh. that's, and that's how you do it. You practice all the time. It's not my fault. <laughs> I defended myself, and I bet you're going to say that all the drive home after you kill him. I had to do it. What else so, did you so expect me to do? How so what
1: we learned here, folks, you just got to get better if you want to be a serial yeah. killer. It takes practice.
8: Practice that's makes perfect. <laughs> practice
0: practice practice me and mikey had a whole discussion about serial killers on his podcast one day it, it's yeah. very interesting when you
1: start talking about it and, and also
6: location 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 mm-hmm.
1: it was uh with our business from downtown he has so much serial killer memorabilia like btk stuff letter what? to serial and killers teeth. like
2: no thank
3: was, you no. Was who is
1: this uh, it's the sponsor for the weekly geekly the voodoo's odd shops downtown, uh, thirteen twenty-three yeah. months. He's got curiosities and oddities, mm-hmm. brains in jars, two-headed cows, like everything. It's kind Definitely. of like, he's got like teeth. actual
4: artifacts and shit, like yeah. on display.
1: Wow, that's oh, amazing. Yeah. He has a fertility idol that has been known to cause three miscarriages directly. Wow.
7: Well, then it's not working very well, is it? Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> it's not really a
1: fertility idol, then, is it? I meant infertility <laughs> idol. Is oh, yeah. It's the like X over the womb and everything on the idol. Oh, oh, oh,
2: yeah. oh that makes sense. Okay. okay. So he keeps See, it he up,
1: should up. It works
0: perfectly?
2: to the Museum of <laughs> Shadows and like do a collaborative two-for-one ticket special or something. Never yeah. know. I mean, they're
1: close together because yeah, just moved into an old, uh, old mortuary on 13th and Martha right behind Stokal. So right, it's kind of be nice to do that.
5: But and
1: the yet.
2: other place is right off of 13 in Douglas now, something close to there.
1: Yeah, I'm that
6: Bill isn't here because he actually went to the Museum of Shadows very recently.
2: Oh, cool. I don't think he was
1: impressed, though. No?
6: No, it sounded very Kishi.
1: Yeah. yeah, my whole thing is if you're going to brag that your first location was haunted, why move? Yep. <laughs> like, if, it's, if that's what your bread and butter is, is haunted yeah. attractions then why is
8: being haunted, doesn't
3: because they have haunted objects
1: yeah because they, they take the
3: hauntings happen. with them
1: <laughs> and the real place wasn't actually haunted like I, I would I don't know I'm very skeptical about actual hauntings <laughs> when I know you're making money like <laughs> you know what I mean like how much of this is just you jerking my chain here you know what I mean like I think that's Who the other one Dad in me like I've always been taught to just follow the money and look through stuff so sometimes I'm very, very skeptical when it comes to this kind of stuff. Uh, like TV shows. 90% of them, I don't want to believe that because it's for ratings. You're making me want to watch this for ratings. But like like John, I'd love to see some of your investigations or any any stuff that you guys have done. Like I'm done. i done. I'm, I'm totally done. open to it. But when it's presented to me from the travel channel or yeah.
7: yeah. See, yeah. That's the Those guys, it's like I know professional investigators mm-hmm. and they are often uh encouraged to fake their evidence oh yeah they don't care if you give real evidence or fake evidence they want something they can televise and a yeah, lot yeah. of them will fudge their stuff and it's I like it. and it's like i don't but it's like i'm not professional i don't want to be i don't i don't want to be
1: doing this for the passion behind it you're not trying to get famous on on discovery channel or whatever yeah you know, it's it's like, like, so that, that lends me to believe it a little more than the prof- the professionals, you know what I'm saying? Like like Ghost to Black
7: bags and I can't stop laughing oh. because he's just ridiculous. He's just, I don't like
1: that guy yeah. at all. He's, he's so crazy. over the top, he's man. He's so well, crazy. Yeah. He's like a walking affliction ad. Like he is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. He had a he had a huge tattoo of a cross on his back, and they went into this place, and he was like you see my tattoo, demon? Huh? How does that make you feel? And I was like, okay. just like, <laughs> like, scratch
2: across his yeah, back. I, I, yeah, he...
6: I would actually be impressed if he was like, yeah, what do you think demon? And then all of a sudden he's just like thrown across the right. room and there's <laughs> just like a batter <laughs> on yeah. the oh, wall.
1: So
3: and not to like
6: hear from him again. Like, I
1: want to see you thrown. <laughs>
6: that's like a legit
7: demon. Yeah. Right. Everything is demons now. It's like, and that's common in, in paranormal. It's like, it's not good enough to have ghosts anymore. Everyone right. has um, It's like, and it's like, Baggins is just like everything. It's like, hey, we're out of cheesy poops. Demon ate all my cheesy poops. It's like, he <laughs> like everything is demons.
6: Wait, I'm you got kind of like, Demon's like, God, Greg, you got to call me out like that.
7: I was just in the bathroom and it looked,
1: a, it looked like a weird color. I think it's a demon. <laughs> we got to go test my stuff. I'm like, come on.
6: God, Baggins, you're always ragging on me.
5: <laughs>
1: the only thing I like about his show, like, actually, legitimately look forward to seeing is it's become kind of a running joke, but it wasn't in the beginning of the show. He has this guy, and I don't remember his name. Let's just call him Tim. But they'll be like, okay, guys, here's the floor map of the haunted asylum. Uh, There's this part, this part, this part, which no one really wants to go into because someone got killed there. Tim, you're going to go there. And, like, (laughs) this one guy go everywhere he doesn't want to go.
7: One thing about Ghost Adventures is they do incredible historical research. They really do. They do very good. And they use the top of the line uh, scientific gear.
1: Really? They,
7: and which is a waste for them because they really don't understand how it works. Cause I've watched yeah.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say from what I can tell, they don't seem to be the most hands-on with their equipment. You know what I mean?
2: Well yeah, it's like they well, have like, interns for that.
1: Like,
3: yeah, right.
7: like Tri-field meters and, and K twos register differences in milligauss in terms of magnetic fields. They won't know they don't know what a gauss is they don't have any idea that it's actually this gear that paranormal investigators use isn't designed for paranormal investigation it's used by other people for other things and
1: Right which you would assume that that's why when they come on the show and they're like we made this specially for this hunt I'm like There was one where he was like this machine listens to blank noise and converts it into what we think we're hearing.
7: Yes. And that's called an SB seven and it listens to radio frequencies and it's supposed to like pull words out of this ether, but it's bullshit. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> In it, the, the one they were using, it was like an iPhone app that they had hooked to it. And I'm sitting here going, so you're telling me you couldn't program that to just spit words out. You
7: could, no, you could. And it's like, but I've never, I've heard SB sevens. I've never heard one make any sense, but it's really? like a, holding up like a tri-field meter saying, look, the needle's pinned, but they got it right next to a pipe. Right. <laughs> Water pipes have electrical current going through them whenever yeah. water's moving through it. It's like, you don't know that, do you? You don't yeah. know shit. You people don't know <laughs> what they're
1: looking for. They just gave a bunch of equipment and went, make it scary.
7: <laughs> exactly. And that is what they want. And, that's, and Zach is very good at that at, yeah. at, in terms of uh, being ridiculous, in mm-hmm. terms of, of generating fear. And people that want to be afraid.
1: Yeah, I would agree, because it's definitely you're you're building that. It's it's not. Oh, yeah.
7: It's I've done a lot of investigations. In fact, I just recently rebuilt my uh, um, my uh, paranormal investigation equipment stuff. I want to start doing stuff again. Hell but yeah. I want to break. I'm breaking out a new set of laser pens and uh, digital recorders to go along with the cameras to see what I can find. Because when you set up a laser pen grid, you see everything that goes through it yeah weird it's so if there's something that does actually inter- interact with the environment you're gonna catch it so, wow Keep that,
1: me was, that sounds really cool i'd actually like to hear more about that
7: well yeah i got it. I, I i did we did a show and i did some evps mm. for galactic driftwood but it's, those are like only a very small fraction of the evps i actually have
1: huh. To kind of close us off on this creepy episode, what, what has everyone's show been up to? Do we have any plans moving forward for the winter season?
2: I mean, do we want to do that or do you want to do the recommended creepy horror movie for everyone going into their Halloween nights? Since a lot of people won't be able to do uh, uh, parties and things like that. Okay. People are going to have, to have personal marathons, maybe uh, cuddle up with their favorite teddy bear, cat, or significant others. So, what movie should they watch?
7: Under the Skin. <laughs> What? I mean, that's
2: what that's what John has nightmares about I do I have nightmares I
7: wake up and say, it's not a movie it's not a movie and it's like I'm screaming I am and then I, sing, I mean
2: I dream screaming. about that movie but it's not nightmares well alright hey.
3: so, alright so <laughs> Scarlet Joe
8: too much information
3: <laughs> not enough not enough. Right one sec
1: this movie if you guys have ever seen it it's hilarious it's actually like a little scary, but it's it's more fun. It's not really thirteen scary. ghosts. Um, no, oh, that's not. a great
2: movie. I don't care who you are.
1: Uh, Trick or treat! Yay!
2: Yeah. I, I saw something about that, and I was, I've never seen it, so I was gonna. Dude, ask watch one.
1: it. It is that's the Halloween one. movie. Honestly, like after yeah. I watched it, I, I was like, every Halloween, every year, I'm gonna watch this, and it sticks to the old school rules of Halloween. Like you gotta wear a costume, you gotta hand out candy
5: and
1: the way they put it together it's very tarantino-esque where it's a, in, in, in the only way of saying that where it's a compilation of moments and you get to see different angles of the story Neat. so like you see stuff from the beginning towards the end like they just mix it up it's really really fun though so that's my recommendation for
0: you that was a good one
3: thanks all what right benito?
0: benito yes you got one
3: Yes,
6: I'd like to know
7: what the Master of Horror actually has in terms of favorite. It's a Serbian film.
8: Oh no! (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) All you had to say is that it's it's a Serbian Serbian film. 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 Yeah, what do you mean? Oh
0: no, it's just called a Serbian film
8: because they probably didn't have any special effects. What did you say? Say it again. I said they probably didn't have any special effects.
7: In a Serbian film? This wasn't shot during the Serbian genocide, was it? (laughs) Okay, it created its own, I guess.
0: Oh, let's see screenshots.
7: Yeah, it's just amazing. Well, can you give us a premise?
0: Uh, No, not really. I guess with a Serbian film, when you get people to watch it, you just say. You need to watch this movie. You need to be in the very small caliber, the very small audience that's ever seen this film. Okay. It's been banned in so many countries. If you get your hands
1: on it, watch it. It will change your life. Oh wow, Benito, that's a big fucking recommendation.
8: Hey, oh, my
4: kind of movie,
1: Mikey. Okay. You've seen it, right? No,
0: no, I've. Never- All right,
8: watch party.
7: I got to watch it, yeah. Has nobody seen it? No. No. Is the name of it the Serbian movie? A Serbian film. A Serbian film. A
8: Serbian film. I am aware that it exists. What's that? I am aware that it exists. I have not seen it.
0: Yes. A Serbian film. Come on, guys.
8: (laughs) Come on, guys. You know, that suggestion seems pretty on brand.
0: Brutal, unflinching, devastating movie. What?
1: What oh, was wow, the I'm, reading the, I'm reading the synopsis here, and it just sounds terrible. Uh, yeah, don't read it.
8: Don't, Yeah, don't it's spoil all, it.
0: It's almost, don't even do that. Just get a copy and watch it. Don't I do even it. Don't oh. spoil it. Do
1: it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm done
7: looking. I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> Is it in English, or does it have subtitles? or Subtitles. Okay. But you know what?
0: And here's the thing. Jenna knows I fucking hate subtitles. She figured that out last yeah. week. <laughs> I <laughs> hate, them. hate them, but this
7: particular movie... I love subtitles.
5: Okay.
7: Man, these are big recommendations from the Master of Horror over here. Well, they're they're vague recommendations that we have to do further research on.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't like giving you the whole – he wants you to do some research for yourself. You know? Fair
7: enough, but it's like, what is something that – all right, what? All right, what's yours?
1: Whose? Oh, you already did yours. Yeah, what's yours then, John?
7: Mine? Yeah, Halloween movie recommendation. For For what? Halloween. Oh, watch.
6: What's your movie recommendation?
7: All right, for just Halloween or for yeah,
2: like a scary movie recommendation.
7: Oh, scary movie.
2: Yes, for Halloween. Like, what is your Halloween movie recommendation?
7: Damn.
6: Well, you think about it.
7: Okay. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I'm trying. I don't ah. watch a lot of horror movies because I- Zach. Zach, you got yours?
8: Um, no, I just. Benito's recommendation of a Serbian film reminded me of the Monica Bellucci film *Irreversible*. Ooh! It's yeah.
1: Is that your recommendation?
8: Um, no, it is not. It just re- was br- was brought to mind. Huh.
0: Reminiscent of that. It is
8: also very unsettling.
5: <laughs>
8: unsettling.
0: unsettling. Yeah.
8: So,
2: then, if you all are gonna fail us, uh, I'm going to recommend *The Awakening*. No, I remember. Okay. Oh
6: yeah.
2: It's creepy, but it's got a great story and great acting. Okay. So if you want a creepy ghost story, that's a good one.
1: Okay. Sometimes dead does not mean gone.
5: <laughs>
2: Sometimes
1: dead's better. <laughs> Alright,
6: so can I do I've got three. Oh <laughs>
3: shit.
6: I Ooh. Narrow it down. <laughs> No, no, I'm going to do three because I've got... So first, Hush.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Very good.
6: Hush is about a deaf woman who is kind of living in a new home out in the countryside, and there is a uh, serial killer hunting her, and the, almost the entire movie is silent.
3: Yeah. Scary mm-hmm. shit.
6: High tension.
8: High tension. Why does he have to spin the whole movie? Say what? Why, why? Why does he have to use the whole movie to hunt her?
6: Because he's basically fucking with her.
8: Yeah. Okay. 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 Okay.
6: Uh, <laughs> so second, if you want to be freaked out, if and if you haven't seen it, uh, it's the haunting on Hill at Hill House.
1: Oh yeah.
2: yeah.
3: yeah.
6: That that freaked me the hell out.
2: You yeah. could spend your whole day on that one. <laughs>
6: but for a good Halloween movie. And if you want to have fun, and you want a slasher movie, Tucker and Dale versus Evil.
5: Yay. Oh, yes.
6: yes!
1: My dad saw that for the first time the other day. Laugh like, his oh. ass off? Yeah.
6: That is one of my favorite movies of all time.
1: Hell yeah. Really good recommendation. Josh, you got one?
4: Yeah, I mean, I'd say anything by Ari Aster. Man, he's uh only done two movies, Hereditary and Midsummer, but they're oh, both. Oh God,
2: Hereditary, that'll.
4: yeah, oh,
5: yeah. Hereditary.
4: I saw that when it, 2018 when it came out, and it was just oh, it rocked my world. That's a great one, acting wise, directing wise. So yeah. that's always my new scary movie recommendation. So.
3: Nice.
4: Yeah,
0: I
2: remember seeing that, and
0: Meg and I were sitting in the car after we walked out, and we we're like, "What did we just watch?"
2: That was the
3: yeah. thing I've ever seen. Yeah.
2: No. Like, me and Aaron the next day were just like, so that movie.
3: Mm-hmm. Although Very for different.
2: our sci-fi fans, I always go back to the classic event, Horizon.
0: Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, good one. That's good, too.
2: For a sci-fi lover, if you want something more technical.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great movie. All right, John. We're back to you. What do you got for me? I need a good recommendation.
7: Buried Alive?
1: Ooh, is that Uh, Ryan Reynolds?
7: Was was that Ryan
1: Reynolds? (laughs) (laughs) There was a Ryan Reynolds movie with this same exact title. If not,
7: very young Bill Murray. Yeah, it's one of those things. But no, nineteen ninety. It's a a TV film. It's a what? Guy a made for TV movie. It's like a guy had an affair with a woman. Um,
2: Was this on Lifetime? I feel like it was on Lifetime.
7: I think this predates Lifetime, but okay. if, if it was, it would be on Lifetime. It's definitely kind of, but it's not, it's not like one of those happy ending Lifetime movies. It's like uh, she's buried alive and he burns down the house kind of movies. Nice. Huh? So, yeah. And in the end, it's like they kill him. Yeah. And they bury him alive and he gets out. And
5: Spoiler then he's- alert. <laughs> yeah.
7: But then they set up he sets up a condition where she actually ends up because she's the one that killed him and buried him alive. He then sets up a situation where he puts her in his grave buries huh? her alive since now now they assume he's dead,
1: so now it's just her and he can yeah. keep living and there's
7: a body she's missing there's a body in his grave they all assume it's him mm. So it's like he goes on about his life and it's like. Just goes on. No one knows who he they, they killed killed the woman. Wow.
0: Check this, so check this out. When you said when you said 1990, I put a nineteen ninety movie. Look how many great movies there were in nineteen ninety. Oh, oh yeah. Jim
2: was... Curry is it. There's a classic creeper.
0: Total Recall. Misery. Misery came out then. Like there's some Robin, writers, Robin
1: Hood? Are there any bad ones?
7: Rivers. Trimmers, plotliners oh, kept me up like a bit. It's like that was some neat stuff. Like it. night, like Nightbreed came out. Then
0: this is crazy. There are so many witches. Oh, <laughs> anybody see the new witches? No, it's no. not bad. We watched it last night. It's not. It's not bad. Huh. Okay, I'll have to check the it out. Halfway, it's way more terrifying if you're a kid. I think the new one would be.
2: Like the new one's more terrifying.
0: Yeah. Really. Yeah, it was mm. pretty good. It creeped me out.
1: Speaking of new witches, I just saw they're doing a reboot of craft. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. a
0: tiny homage to the old one. I saw. In yeah. A, like a Polaroid picture
1: in there. Yeah, they know. Yeah, they had that little tie-in. I thought that was appropriate. Yeah, I'll I probably check it out. People would have been really mad if it had nothing to do with it. You know, <laughs>
0: I think that goes along with films that don't need to be made.
1: Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like why it's so great, but I'll probably check it out. It's yeah. one of those ones where you're like, it'll be interesting, but I got what I got from the first one.
5: Yeah. yeah.
2: You got everything you needed from
1: that? Yeah. Just like you guys are getting everything you need from Sin Nation. From so, if you so enjoyed this today. talk, if you enjoyed the shows, you want to hear more from us, leave us some hate mail, suggestions, <laughs> whatever it is, go to sinnation.net, dot net, and leave us some love there. You can find all of our lovely shows there.
7: If you want some more 300 pound clowns, just send in an email.
2: <laughs> How would you kill somebody? Leave us yeah. that too let Ooh, us
1: know we want to know uh, what the word method would be so leave us some mail let us know all of your
6: suggestions will be forwarded to the police
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the newest way or, I'll
2: or maybe end up in Benito's next movie we don't yeah, know you
1: never know either or you know either or give us a creative one and maybe maybe who knows right. maybe we'll
7: try it on air
6: where <laughs> do you hide your bodies let us know
3: <laughs> you have to send pictures.
7: send pictures or it didn't happen yeah <laughs> I think that'd be the way I'd kill—is to bury people alive. Because oh my a- god, <laughs> there's no mess, there's no mess, no fuss, no, you know, it's just gone. Except um, the whole
6: no fuss is- on your part, evil bastard. Yeah,
7: on my part, which is like what it's all about, isn't it? If I'm the serial killer, make it's about them- making my life easier. It's about me. Me, 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 bury
1: them. <laughs> That's what
8: makes
2: him a
7: good serial killer.
8: No. Yes, yeah.
1: yes, it's about me. You got to make them dig their own grave. Ooh. oh and that always yeah, that bothers seems, me
7: that seems cruel to me that oh we're already crazy. burying them alive you're
1: ruling about cruelty come on man yeah, <laughs>
7: yeah but i don't think, <laughs> they, would I don't yeah, think
1: they would out
8: there yeah but he's got to be present for that cruelty i don't
7: think they would do a good job i have standards <laughs> he's <laughs> <I> like, like, <laughs> like you're correcting it for i'm like, <laughs> I'm like no I, fix <laughs> I do it's like you got to get it right and it's like they're just gonna be there whining the whole time. i don't want to
8: do it shitty sides shitty sides can you not push a shovel to save your life
7: how how is how is this gonna actually maintain its integrity you've dug this like (laughs) shit dude makes me want to kill you
1: (laughs) (laughs) and on that note guys we're gonna thank you for joining us this halloween for another supercast brought to you by synergy network guys any last words for the viewers
2: stay safe and wear your mask
7: yeah wear your fucking mask yeah mask. watch out for mikey's clowns that's all i got <laughs> i'll be
1: sending them out shortly
4: mm. yeah he's on his he's on his gacy shit
8: <laughs>
1: <laughs> playing too much dead by daylight it's starting to get into the so <laughs> all right, well, right
8: on. don't need candy from strangers. from strangers what don't take candy from strangers Unless- i mean that's what halloween is all about yeah. right? <laughs>
1: It All right we cool see you later. As always, I've been Lucian from the Weekly
7: Geekly.
6: I'm Seth from Galactic Driftwood.
7: I'm John
2: from Galactic Driftwood. Jenna from Galactic Driftwood.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm Benito Lee
8: from GoRPGs. <laughs>
2: Josh was running up the
1: tab. <laughs> there we go.
8: And I am Zach. Where are you from, Zach? <laughs> from I'm Zach from the Weekly Geekly.
1: Not a robot. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Right
3: on. Happy Halloween, guys. Bye. Imagine force lightning.